the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And boy, do we have the winning combination today, something to be very thankful for, because we have the two award-winning score volunteers as part of this show. And of course, I'm talking about Lucy Polito. How are you today, Lucy, pre-Thanksgiving? Oh, thank you. I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. I am doing so well, it's not even funny. (laughs) Speaking of somebody who's well, I was going to say not even funny, but somebody who's a good fella, and that is, of course, the original award-winning score volunteer, Rich Jekyll. Rich, how do you be today? Hello, Christopher. Pour your heart out. <laughs> That's me. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but of course, this show is all about what's the score and what scores got going on and all the different ways they can help you out. All you have to do is take advantage of them, and they're they're waiting for you to take advantage of them. Right, Rich? Oh, yeah, baby. Come on down. Come on down, he says. And SCORE's great nationwide organization we've been telling you about. And, you know, this is a time of year to be thankful for a lot of things, including what we have here in America. And SCORE's been a big part of the success of a lot of entrepreneurs, which is really what makes America go. And uh, if you're an entrepreneur, know an entrepreneur, want to be an entrepreneur, SCORE is the place to go. Because they have all the experience wrapped up there. And, and how many volunteers nationwide now, Rich? I know it's down a little bit, and we're looking for new volunteers. But still, there's, what, 15,000, 16,000 nationwide? Yeah, yeah. And we have five dozen here in Orlando alone. Hey, let me count that. Five you... dozen. That's one, two. Okay, I got you. Sixty. There you go. <laughs> And once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to be a SCORE volunteer, they're always looking for big talent, and you can call 407-420-4844. As a matter of fact, anybody can call that phone number if you're looking for some advice from SCORE. Maybe you just have a simple question about organizing your business or something of that nature. Uh, SCORE is there, and they answer the phone. Real people answer the phone five days a week during normal business hours, 407-420-4844. And if they don't answer your call, if you leave a message, if it's after hours or during hours and they're helping somebody else, they will call you right back at the next opportunity. And, of course, you can also visit them on the website, orlando.score.org, where we encourage you to join the I'm, I'm sorry, sign up for the newsletter, and also you can sign up for all the upcoming events that they always have going on. There'll be a short, and I do mean very short, break during the holiday season, right around the first of the year there, Christmas to the first of the year. But after that, they're right back at it again, and they're there to help you. And uh, all you have to do is ask, and whether it's their educational programming, the mentorship, whatever they have to offer, they offer it up at this price, rich. They 
big F word rears its ugly head once again, it's free. <laughs> well, in this case, that four, let's see, let one, two, yeah, four-letter F word is not so ugly. It's a nice word because SCORE is a nonprofit organization because of great sponsorships, and they are able to provide this at no charge. They've never charged for the mentorship program where you get great advice from the volunteers there at SCORE, but there used to be a, a, a small charge for education. That may come back, but right now sponsors are covering those charges, so there are no charges for any of the opportunities that you'll find at SCORE. <clears throat> and don't forget the SCORE Facebook page. We don't mention it enough, but Rich would really love it if you would go there and follow Facebook. I mean, follow SCORE on Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. And uh, like him if you do. Uh, he loves that stuff. All right. So, as I said, uh, SCORE has always got something going on over there. And right now, once again, they're located in the National Entrepreneur Center. And they had to close the offices down again because of the Delta variant and all that stuff. But I anticipate if things stay calm, the offices will open up again sometime in the new year. Uh, that's I'm I don't have any inside scoop. I'm just speculating here. But I see you guys nod your heads. I think you would like to get the doors open back up again at SCORE offices, wouldn't you, Lucy? Yes, we would. And uh, we're planning on doing that probably sometime in the middle of the month. Uh, we certainly will allow you let tell you as soon as we know. Absolutely, but that's what we're looking forward to. Absolutely, middle of what month? <clears throat> yeah, the middle of the month. Which month? January. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you see, I w- I wanted to make sure you were awake. That's right. I did I wanted my peeps there? That's right. Yeah. And of course, we'll be announcing those uh, things right here on the show. So that's why we're here. That's one of the advantages of SCORE here locally having this radio program, which, of course, can be accessed nationwide, which now because so much is being done electronically, Zoom and all of that, everybody can access everything that SCORE Orlando is doing. So uh, please yeah, spread the word. There's 70 shows out there now. 70 what shows? 70 what's the SCORE shows, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. You mean we have spawned 70 offspring? 70. Holy cow, those poor people. You've been holding out on me. You didn't tell me that. Is that many? <laughs> I just found it out this week. Wow. Well, we were the first, right? Remember where you heard it first? Right here. No, no. I mean, there's 70 of our shows. Oh, I, I, I thought you said that we had 70, 70 imitators well, out there. Is, no, there's nobody. <laughs> no other show. I'm sure there's a few imitators out there, but we're the only real thing. So, That's it. Uh, all right. So, anyway, as I said, Scores always got something going on. And much of what they're doing involves seminars and educational opportunities. You can find them all listed at orlando.score.org. But we uh, have a guest today who's going to be the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd. And once again, this will be a Zoom event, and it will be live on that day. You can participate. Go to orlando.score.org to sign up. And if you happen to miss it or just want to see it again or refer other people to it, it will be archived, of course, at that website as soon as the event is over. So uh, let me introduce our guest today. She is an accounting and software solutions expert. Her name is Marty Denial. So, Marty, welcome to the What's the Score show. Thank you so much for having me. 
Well, we appreciate you being on the show. Her business, by the way, is Denial Accounting and Software Solutions, and it's denialaccounting.com if you folks would like to check it out. And you spell denial, D-E-N-U-Y-L, D-E-N-U-Y-L. Oh, oh, tricky. Yes. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Marty, tell us a little bit. The way we like to do this is find out a little bit, you know, about the personal background of our guests, and then we'll get to the business end of things. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? For instance, I know you're not in Florida now, but just tell us where you're from originally, and and how you got to where you are. Sure, I'm originally from Michigan, and I'm still in Michigan. Um, been a Michigander all my life. Um, but I sure envy you guys in the winters. Uh, we're starting to get cold here and rainy and, and snow's coming in the forecast soon. So uh, I envy you guys with it from about this time to spring every year. Um, my background is in bookkeeping and I started actually back in high school and um, did accounting various clerks and tasks. And then um, in my early twenties, I got into the banking and I got into operations and did that for a period of time. And from there, I moved to nonprofit, which I love nonprofit. I was in the nonprofit sector for about five years. Uh, enjoyed that very much. And then from there, I went into public accounting. So I'm not a CPA and I'm not a tax preparer, um, but I did work in the public accounting sector for about, well, I think seven years, eight years. And uh, from there, then I branched out on my own. It'll be 10 years this February. I'll have my 10 year anniversary of having my own bookkeeping and accounting practice, as long as um, software consulting as well. Yeah, that's great. And you are, we have uh, hundreds of people that come in uh, for counseling and uh, every year, and probably 60% of them need a good accounting software and have no idea how to run it or how to use it effectively. And that's your forte, isn't it? It is. I mean, it can be very intimidating when you're starting out with your business and there's so many things you're balancing and then you're trying to add an accounting package to it. And you may or may not have that accounting background. So what I do in part of my practice is I help clients select the right accounting program that's based on their industry as well as their day-to-day bookkeeping needs. And then once we um, determine which package to go with, then we go ahead and look at how's the best way to get them up and going. Um, how many staff members are going to need to access it because there's different licensing and different things for different programs. And then we break it down into segments. Um, One thing I've learned over the years is you want to break it down into phases. Um, It's a little bit easier to absorb, not as overwhelming, and you have greater success if you can build on these little successes. So I always recommend um, new businesses, if possible, um, have a little bit of time of planning and maybe about a two to three month planning period of getting that set up not always feasible and that's okay if, if you can't we'll figure it out um, but give yourself a little bit of grace and um, growing to get that software up and going and then from that point on I either train their staff or I step in and I help with um, day-to-day operations um, in the accounting and bookkeeping whatever their need is um, and we try to have that relationship go for several months because there's going to be things that come up that you don't think of when you're implementing a software package so we're around for the long haul and to make sure we're answering questions along the way. I still actually have my first original client active with me um, for 10 years. So it's definitely a long-term relationship as well. 
Okay. Wow, that's cool. All right. What we're going to have to do is take a break here because we're coming up on the clock, and the clock's coming up on us. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. And once again, our guest today, Marty Denial, and she will be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd. You can go ahead and sign up for that now at orlando.score.org. In the meantime, you can visit Marty's website at denialaccounting.com. Once again, you spell denial, D-E-N-U-Y-L, D-E-N-U-Y-L. Three vowels, three consonants there. All right, so uh, you're listening uh, once again to What's the Score? And please sign up for the newsletter when you go to orlando.score.org. In the meantime, we will be back with more of What's the Score? We are back. We are What's the Score? And by we, I mean Rich Jekyll, Lucy Polito, great volunteers, award-winning volunteers, as a matter of fact, at SCORE. I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Marty Denial of Denial Accounting and Software Solutions. Her website, denialaccounting.com. Once again, you spell denial, D-E-N-U-Y-L. And Marty, real quick, we can go back. You said you were in banking. Did, were you working for a large bank or a small community bank? Because you went actually, it was considered both. Um, it's it's it was Old Kent Bank, which is now retired, um, but it was actually the largest community bank in our area. And I worked in operations and uh, loved every moment of it. Okay, all right, Lucy, you had a question as well. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that the audience understands that even though you are in Michigan, uh, with this wonderful technology that exists today, it doesn't matter that you have a business in Orlando and they can use your services. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. I actually have clients out of state right now. So you're absolutely right. Technology is not a hindrance. I even have clients that are local that we don't meet in person. We do it remotely as well. It's actually a big time saver in a lot of ways. So um, I think with technology developing, people are much more open to that. Yeah, I also think that people that are starting a business, um, many of them are so excited about their product or service, they forget the need, the special need of making sure their books are in order. So I think it's very important that uh, they are aware of that. And I'm sure that's I don't know if that's one of the things you teach at, at the very beginning to these to a lot of these folks that are starting a business. It is. And a lot of times, because sometimes the accounting software is kind of advertised that it's, you know, you just sit down and you start going. And there are some aspects of it, but it does help having an accounting background. Or what I tell clients, if you're on limited funds, which sometimes small businesses are, if you have the um, software set up correctly, that's really key. Because once that information starts to go in, if it's going incorrectly, then you're going to have less issues down the road. So if a client is kind of tight on a budget, I say invest in getting it set up properly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where um, I try to go in and just find out what the greatest pain point is. And a lot of times I get calls from small businesses that have been in business for six months to a year and then realize that when they're trying to pull information and reports out of their accounting software, it doesn't look right. So a lot of grace. Um, I tell them that it's okay, things are fixable, and we get back on track. Yeah, you know, one of the things we find out this year with this pandemic is when the government was helping out with some money, 
many people didn't have their books in order. And that was really surprising to me, and especially, obviously, in small businesses, very small businesses. So it's an interesting thing. It's something that uh, everybody learned. And I think we need to remind people about that uh, on a periodic basis, how important it is for them to maintain their books up to date. Because, you know, we have another problem like we just recently had. A lot of people couldn't get that money because they didn't have their books in order. Yeah, and they've got to start right away. I'm sorry, Marty, go ahead. I actually did get a lot of phone calls. You know, people are up against deadlines and realize yeah. they didn't have good financial statements. So, and again, it's not because they didn't care. It's just what they know is what they know. And so, when it came time to have to have financial statements that were going to a government entity to get grants and funding, it was just to another level. Yeah. Real quick along these lines, what do you think about ideas uh, that are being proposed that would? in some ways, seem to eliminate the need for accounting services. Uh, for instance, if everyone everyone's bank account is being monitored by, for instance, the IRS, what need is there for anybody to keep books? Well, at the end of the day, the government's not going to be able to step in and say, hey, you have this fraudulent charge coming through, or you don't, you don't, you need to still have the bookkeeping done to make decisions about your business on the day-to-day operations. So even though Big Brother may be watching, they're not going to be watching for the things that you need for your day-to-day business. Okay. All right. You hear that, Rich? I heard it <laughs> right now for my checkbook. <laughs> um, the uh, accounting uh, businesses, I mean, the, the principles of accounting don't change, but how it's done obviously has changed a great deal over the years. What's been the biggest change or maybe the most, let me put it this way, what's been the most challenging change for people? Is, has it been that there's now so much more you have to account? Uh, what's what's changed the biggest over the years to you, Marty? I think for me it's two things I've seen. At the beginning when technology started to develop, people were actually kind of against it. You know, what they knew is the data entry and the long hand, and they felt safer with it. So it was initially getting people to realize that technology was your friend if utilized correctly. Now it's almost sometimes of being overwhelmed. There's so much technology, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, But I help clients that will have a problem they're trying to solve, and there's six different softwares they're trying to integrate with their accounting system, and sometimes it's almost information overload. Um, so still being able to go down and figure out what your pain points are and really trying to identify those and find a solution that fits that, whether it's a person watching it or a software that helps integrate that. And then I would say the other thing is um, the consulting side, I think, is even more important as, as people are getting more comfortable with doing their own bookkeeping. And if they have a skill set, I would never tell anybody not to. But you still have to understand what the reports mean. And there's only so much artificial intelligence can do to explain that to you. So you do still need to have a bookkeeper or a CPA involved in your accounting that can help you understand the reports and to make sure those reports are accurate. Once again, our guest today is Marty Denial. She'll be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd. You can go ahead and sign up at orlando.score.org. That'll be at 8 a.m. 
and it will be a live interactive event via Zoom. And you can find out, by the way, more about it and sign up, as I said, at Orlando.score.org. You can find out more about Marty's accounting and software solutions business by going to denialaccounting.com, denial spelled D-E-N-U-Y-L. And as I said, uh, she'll be making the presentation on December the 2nd. And nowadays, I, I take it that because of the technology that you were just referring to, a lot more people can do the basics themselves. Is that what you try to set, a, a, like, say, a small business person up to do, where they do the basics, but then you sort of oversee it? Or do you full ser- are you full service or somewhere in between? Or all the above. Or all the above. <laughs> It really comes down to each individual client. For instance, I have a client right now that um, has heavy accounts receivables. So they have two staff members there regularly making sure accounts receivables entered. But I oversee the supervisory of the accounts receivable, making sure that things are sent out correctly, making sure that receivables are manageable in how long terms are being offered and if they're being paid on time, things of that nature. I have other clients that are just one to two person operations and they want to spend their time going out and doing sales or doing the implementation of what their service or product does. So for those, I do all the the bookkeeping through financial statements. So I do a little bit of both. We go in and we assess and we see what they need and we support that. And like I said, I have clients that I've had for 10 years that my my positions changed over the years um, and I go in and support however that is. The biggest thing is having an expectation of who does what so that nothing gets lost in the cracks, so to speak. So managing expectation and understanding what you need is what we do. Sure. Lucy. Well, you know, I really um, kind of encourage uh, small businesses. You know, as I said before, a lot of people are very interested in their own business and whatever they're selling or manufacturing or whatever, and they don't want to really deal with the numbers. Uh, And some people really should look at that possibility of using a service such as yours because numbers can be overwhelming, especially when you don't like them. Uh, And so you kind of put them on the side and wait to get it done. And then it's the end of the year. Oh my God, I haven't finished doing the books. And I know a number of people that I have dealt with that do that. And it's overwhelming. It really is because they don't like it. They don't understand it. People only want to know, What's but my what is my bottom line? Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you need to know where all of this stuff, where the money's coming from, and where it's going. So your service is something that a lot of people really should take advantage of. That would be my recommendation, truly. Marty, did you want to comment on that? Yeah, we we say the same thing. We want to make sure that you're putting your time towards the things that your business really needs, and unless you're going in to be the accountant there's probably other duties that are best for you. Um, it's like myself, you know, I for years did, did payroll in-house, but I realized there's payroll providers out there that that's all they do. And so I made the decision with my clients is I outsource payroll because there's a company out there that does it right. That's all they do. And so we go with where that skill set is. And so it's the same thing with a business owner. It's not that they can't learn the accounting. It's, it's their time spent doing that the best way for them to spend their time. And so I think part of it is, is having open communication. I always make sure my clients get their monthly financial statements. We go over any questions they have. And I think that's part of it is that sometimes it's hard for them to take their finger off of it because they're afraid they're going to lose the ability to see what's happening. 
But when we come in and we do that bookkeeping for them, it's done correctly. We have financial statements and management reports that they can utilize. It actually relieves them because they do feel like they have their finger on it better because they understand what's going on and they can still do what they need to do in their day-to-day business. Okay. Uh, we're coming up on another break here in just a moment. Once again, Marty will be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd, and you can sign up now at orlando.score.org. You can participate in that live. It'll begin 8 a.m. that morning, and also you'll be able to find it archived at that location when it's over. And so please... You don't do- have to bring coffee, that's, Marty. That's... <laughs> All right, so the Coffee with the Leader presentation, December the 2nd. We come back, uh, we'll get Marty to give us a little preview of her presentation that morning. In the meantime, once again, her website is denialaccounting.com. Denial spelled D-E-N-U-Y-L, denialaccounting.com. And uh, and also, uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. Rich really gets a big kick out of it when you do, so please help us out. And, uh, and do that. All right. In the meantime, uh, we'll take a break. Come back on the other side with more of What's the Score? We're back. We are What's the Score? And we want to thank you for telling your friends and family about the show because the audience really has grown and we really do appreciate that. And, of course, SCORE appreciates the fact that the word is spreading and more people are being able to benefit from SCORE and everything that they have to offer with their educational programs like the Coffee with the Leader presentations that we're talking about now or the other regular seminar things on uh, how to set up a business and and taxes and things like that. And, you know, with tax season coming up, you might want to check those things out as well. You'll find everything that SCORE has to offer at Orlando.score.org. And once again, if you'd like to speak to a SCORE volunteer, you can call them at 407-420-4844. You might even get one of the What's the SCORE co-hosts, be it Rich Jekyll or Lucy Polito, right, guys? Yeah, we're always ready to help. Of course, I'd rather you call me than Rich, but you know. <laughs> you, it's, you a know it's, it's, it's a question of luck. It's a question of luck. I was going to say, if you get rich, you're going to say, oh, it's the wrong number. I'll, I'm sorry. I didn't call back later. <laughs> anyway, no, all the SCORE volunteers are are excellent and and have great experience and advice, and they're willing to offer it up to you once again at no charge. All right, so that is Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito. I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Marty Denial, and she's going to be doing the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd. And I understand, it's, is it going to involve QuickBooks? Is that going to be part of it? Did I see some of that somewhere? It is. It's going to um, go over how to help you prepare for year-end. Utilizing QuickBooks is going to be part of it. And then just some guidelines and tips and tricks um, just to help um, there's a lot of anxiety that goes with tax time. I, I wish there wasn't, but just everybody experiences that. And so, especially for a newer business, if it's something new to you, just to kind of help you get a good routine of getting ready to work with your tax preparer 
and things to do in QuickBooks that will help you be prepared for tax time. Yeah, instead of just walking in there and, and dumping out a cough, I mean yes. a, a shoebox full of receipts. Yeah, you know, I've I've done I've been there done that. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the rich way. <laughs> I get my coffee can and I label it. My receipt. That's it. So, real quick for a lot of some people who who don't know uh, exactly what is QuickBooks, how long they've been around. Tell us a little background on them, if you would, please. How long they've been around? Uh, They've been around for, oh my gosh. I know I started using QuickBooks with the 1999 version. And we're now in uh, getting ready. uh, We're in uh, 2021, 2022. And uh, I think there was a DOS version back in the day. So um, they've been around for a really long time. Uh, Their initial product was the desktop version. Uh, Pro and then Premier and Enterprise came along and then years later online. So they actually have two versions of QuickBooks. They have the desktop version, which is what you install on your computer. You lose it locally or you can use a host company um, to host the file. And then there's QuickBooks online version, which is a a cloud-based version. Um, One thing that I do tell people is that um, the biggest challenge of moving from desktop to online is people think they're going to get the desktop version at a cloud-based version, but it's actually different platforms. So I tell people, always review. There's a um, test drive you can do. If you, if you Google QBO test drive, you can see what I mean. It looks different than the desktop, but they both have great value. It really comes down to what industry you're in and what's the best fit. And again, that's what our company does. We go in and do an assessment, figure out what your needs are for your business day-to-day, as well as your industry, and we'll help you make that choice. Okay. And so... Tell us a little bit about your presentation. How are you going to present this? Yeah, so I'm going to be within QuickBooks so that you can see what I'm talking about as I help you prepare and steps that you can take. Uh, There's things you can do right now leading up to year end to help prepare you for 1099s and W-2s. You know, those have those 131 deadlines. So there's those things you can do to get QuickBooks ready for that. Um, and then there's also things you can do for year end to get make sure your bookkeeping's in order. Um, I'm going to show you some of the tips and tricks I do. I get a lot of phone calls um, the next few months. Uh, I don't know if this quite looks right. Can you go in and do an assessment? Um, can you reconcile our general ledger? So I'm going to share some of those tips and tricks with you so that you can do that um, and, and get a feel of what it should look like and hopefully make it a little less stressful. And then I'm also going to go through kind of how tax preparers like to get the information. Um, some will already give you a portal and say load everything here, which is great. But sometimes you don't get that direction. So I'm going to help you organize the material so that you, one, you can know that you have everything you need to give to your tax preparer, but that it's also done in a format that um, is understandable by the tax preparer. Are you talking about the chart of accounts stuff? Uh, there's chart of accounts. Uh, when I say reconcile the general ledger, yes, chart of accounts. Um, the chart of accounts is what posts to your financial statements. Um, every transaction you do in QuickBooks, it's either posting to the profit loss center or a profit and loss statement or to the balance sheet. And so going through that to make sure things are posted properly, yeah. as well as it's really critical that we've done all our reconciliations of our checkings account, banks account, any loan accounts to make sure all the data is in QuickBooks first and foremost. And then we want to make sure that information's in there correctly so that it makes sense when your tax preparer is reviewing reports and, and preparing those tax returns for you. Okay. So... Once again, this is for the daily operations of your business, correct? Correct. 
it's not personal returns. It's it's for your business. Okay. And once again, Marty is going to be talking about this at the Coffee with the Leader presentation. And this is a very timely event. As she said, you know, the tax season is coming up, the year end of the books type thing. And um, so we encourage you to participate in this. No charge, no charge for any. There's never been a charge for a Coffee with the Leader presentations. And, uh, of course, there is none now. So you can take advantage of it. Go to Orlando.score.org to sign up. And you can participate in this. If you have questions, you will be answering questions that morning, I take it, Marty. Absolutely. I just want to make sure I make the viewers understand that I'm not a tax professional, so I can't give any tax advice, but anything related to QuickBooks, happy to help. Yeah, this would be to prepare your information to give it to a tax professional to take it from there. You know, your profit, loss, expenses, that sort of thing. Rich, did I see you uh, nodding your head and wanting to jump in here? No, not really. I, I would just wanted to stress how important it is making sure that you get, uh, as we're talking about, the chart of accounts is everything you spend money on or get money from has to be put in the right accounts. And that's what I think Marty is going to stress on one of the first visits is how do you set up which accounts to put your money into? either coming in or going out, right? Yes, we'll go over that. Um, with the limited time I have, you know, I'll, I'll go into kind of an overview of that. But definitely every transaction, like you said, that you have for your business, whether it's a cash account or a credit account, um, will need a post to something. And I actually have some tips and tricks that help you figure out, um, like, if, for instance, if you're if you're paying with a credit card, we know that one side of that transaction is the credit card. So we really have to just figure out what the other side of that transaction is. So I give some tips and tricks on how to do that as well um, to make it a little less anxious when you're working through QuickBooks. Good, good. Well, like Rich Maybe. doesn't, they don't have problems because, you know, coming in is zero, going out is zero. At the end of the year, <laughs> it's zero. <laughs> You may be onto something. <laughs> All right. And of no, course, but I, what she fails to mention is I get audited every year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe oh, you I have did. too many zeros with a number. <laughs> in zero in and zero out doesn't act. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Oh. The main thing is you want your books in order and you don't want it to be too much of a, you know, a, a time consuming process. Because as, as Lucy said, most people aren't in the bookkeeping business. They're in another business, and they need to keep the books yeah. because they're in business. But because they're not in the bookkeeping business, keeping the books can sometimes be a real pain. So having uh, QuickBooks, having a service like uh, Marty's service really uh, can take a lot of headaches away from you and keep you – because if you aren't keeping good books, you don't know where you're at. Right, Rich? It's, it's like you're out there in the ocean. You don't, you don't have any idea which direction you're heading in. Yeah, every one of my branch managers had to know the ins and outs of their financial reports, which um, were based primarily on QuickBooks. But, uh, you know, where is the profit coming from and how can I get increase it every year? And that's where you focus and that's where your business strategies come from. And, so, and you know, by the same token, how about expenses? I was Where are say, the expenses? I was going right. to say sometimes it's easier to keep up with the income coming in because you're counting it, but you're not so much right. counting the stuff going out. Uh, do you see yep. that a lot, Marty? 
where people are surprised at the, their expenses? Yeah, and I think part of it, too, is, one, just human nature. It's more fun to do the income side of it than the expense <laughs> side, right? Sure. I mean, that's just human nature. We want to spend more time on on the income that we're generating. And, two, um, I think to some degree, when especially a small business owner, you know, I think they have a false sense of security because they're looking at their checking account every day. They're kind of watching their cash flow that they kind of know where everything is. So I think once we spell it out and put it on paper, I think there's some things they expected, but I think there is always an element of surprise. I didn't know that that expense was heavier than it was, or maybe they thought one of the leading sales items was really not what they thought it was, or maybe the margin's not correct. You know, they're doing really well in the sale, but the cost to make that product um, is more than they anticipated and it's pulling from their profitability. So there's always some things in there that we, we do surprise them with. Okay. All right. In the meantime, we'll have to take another break. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Marty. She will be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd, and you are invited. All you have to do is go to orlando.score.org prior to the event, sign up there, and you can participate in it. It will be live. And then if you want to see it again, want to refer other people to see it afterwards, or you just want to, you know, uh, as I said, see it again yourself, go to orlando.score.org afterwards where it will be archived there. And as Rich said uh, earlier, we've got a lot of radio shows archived there as well. That's orlando.score.org. So please take advantage of both. In the meantime, once again, if you'd like to speak to a SCORE volunteer personally, maybe you have a question you can answer right away. Maybe you have much more in-depth things you can get started by calling them at 407-420-4844. For SCORE, it's 407-420-4844. And we'll be right back with more of What's the SCORE? Welcome back to What's the Score? Thanks again for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get back to the conversation, I'd just like to remind you that one reason why Score has been so popular and busy here in Orlando is because of this radio show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Each week we get a message out to a mass audience thanks to Salem Surround Orlando, and you can do the same. All you have to do is give the folks here a call at 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. They'd be happy to walk you through it and show you just how far you can get your message to reach. And in your voice, or a great professional voice here, but nonetheless, your message to a mass audience, they can do for you. They can also help coordinate with your social media platforms with Salem Surround. You can go to surroundorlando.com to find out more about that and sign up for an audit, a free audit of your your social media platforms. And once again, they can incorporate it all together, coordinate it so that you get your message to a mass audience and that particular audience that you would like to have hear it. So give them a call, 407-618-1760, and tell them that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. Right, Rich Jekyll? That's the boys. Okay. That is and the girl. Yeah, that is Rich, along with Lucy Polito. I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Marty Denial of Denial Accounting and Software Solutions. Her website, denialaccounting.com. Denial spelled D-E-N-U-Y-L. That's denialaccounting.com. And I understand you have a, a blog there. Is that correct, Marty? There is. There's a blog on my website, yes. And it has um, both accounting topics as well as QuickBooks topics. Okay. So uh, people can obviously go there and check it out and sign up for it. And then you have a Facebook page as well, I understand. 
yes. And we try to put tips and tricks on there um, probably three to five times a week. And um, always looking for suggestions. So if there's a topic that you want, feel free to message me. I'd love to include it. And that is that under Denial Accounting on Facebook? Actually, you'll have to look under QuickBooks Geek. <laughs> QuickBooks Geek? QuickBooks. QuickBooks Geek, yes. And geek? also, yes, geek as in I'm kind of geeky about QuickBooks. Oh, spelled yeah, G-E-E-K? Yeah. <laughs> is it spelled the same way, G-E-E-K? It is. And, and there's a link to it on my website as well. Okay, so uh, QuickBooks Geek on Facebook. All right. Hey. Um, <laughs> and as we've been uh, telling you folks, uh, she'll be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation talking about QuickBooks on December the 2nd. And I know we've talked about in general the accounting and the bookkeeping, but uh, more specifically, I, I take it that this also handles payroll. It does. Um, they have payroll solutions as well. For um, They actually just did a whole different revamp of their of their payroll so um you definitely have the integration right within quickbooks so you can process the payroll and it instantly integrates and when i say integrates it'll post those transactions for you so you're not having to input payroll and then turn around and have to enter in the transactions it'll streamline that and download it into your accounting software it's pretty nice and i see you nodding your head rich you know that's pretty important because that's where a lot of businesses especially when starting out kind of get get in trouble because they get behind on keeping up with those records and making those payments. Yes. And that's really important. And some of the things like uh, your accounts receivable, if you're not in a cash business, but if you're in a receipts business, you've got to stay on top of your accounts receivable. In other words, if you say, okay, I want uh, net in 15 days, which is unheard of these days, but uh, you need to be on top of that with uh, collecting the debt and because that's your money out there that the customer hangs on to, right? Party? Absolutely. And there's solutions within QuickBooks as well. Uh, it's called QuickBooks Payment Solutions. I highly recommend it. I'm actually a QuickBooks solution provider, so I can help you get that set up. And you can actually have a pay now button right on the invoices that you send out of QuickBooks. So it's really streamlining the process, eliminates people having to write checks. Um, you can actually do electronic check or debit cards or credit cards to the QuickBooks payment solution. And it's very competitive in pricing as far as merchant services go. They actually have two different um, programs. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I've, I've, I've become aware that uh, that younger people especially aren't doing their payments the same way as, as you know, old folk like us, <laughs> Rich and myself. Uh, and the uh, it's, it's, many of them do not even have checking accounts. They'll do everything via PayPal or, or some other uh, form of transaction like that. Are you running across a lot of that? And is that creating any particular problems? Uh, PayPal can be a little cumbersome. I do have some clients that um, once they see what QuickBooks payments can do, and it brings the information into QuickBooks and links it right to the invoice, a lot of times they'll change over. Um, PayPal is a great solution. I'm not knocking it, but it doesn't have the integration that a QuickBooks payments does. When you have that pay now button right on that um, invoice, when they put in that information, it brings it back into QuickBooks and it links it to the invoice that it wants to close. And then it records it as a deposit in QuickBooks. So it really does take away a lot of dual entry. 
And it also lessens the chance of somebody accidentally applying it to the wrong payment. Like if somebody's doing it by yeah. hand, they may accidentally say it's for this customer when it really was for somebody else. So again, yeah. not knocking other solutions, but you have that integration that that is just wonderful. Okay. Yeah, it's a good product. Okay. Absolutely. So, so once again, uh, the Coffee with the Leader presentation coming up on December the 2nd is uh, where Marty will be handling it. And no charge. You can sign up now at orlando.score.org. And if you'd like to find out a little bit more about Marty's services, you can go to her website, denialaccounting.com, denial spelled D-E-N-U-Y-L. And you can find her on Facebook as well under the name Quick, I'm sorry, under the name, what was it again on Facebook? The Quick Books Geek. <laughs> the Quick Books Geek. Okay. Quick Books Geek. That's yeah. Right. So bring that's your I, questions, everybody. That's all right. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I did write that down right. Okay, and I did. Yeah. <laughs> so go check. forth and ask the geek. Uh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, she has information on on both locations, and uh, and you'll have you're going to be having some more things that she's going to be adding to her website too in the near future. So uh, make sure you, you check it out. And um, in the meantime, has are, are you seeing any big changes coming next year uh, in, because of anything that they're doing in Congress at this point? You know, I, I haven't really seen anything yet. It doesn't mean there won't be. I think, um, I think it takes a little longer, just in my experience personally. Um, if we ask other bookkeepers and accountants, they may feel differently, but I feel like when it comes to the small business, it doesn't always trickle down as fast as it does for some of the larger corporations. Yeah. Um, their their day to day operations kind of stay the same, but it's something we're definitely always watching. Um, you know, the the changes in 1099s and things of that nature um, are definitely the things that really can hurt a small business when it gets over, in my opinion, overregulated, um, just because they don't have the manpower necessarily to keep up on it. So hopefully uh, Congress thinks of those things that smaller businesses, it takes a little bit more for them to be in compliance than necessarily at a corporate level. Okay. Just and my the, two cents. Okay. And <laughs> that's, it's always a tug of war going on. And once again, that's why it's important uh, that you have the support that you need when it comes to running your business. All right, Richard. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something there? No. Oh, just no. I'm listening. Just scratching your ear, I guess. Right? Yeah, scratching <laughs> my head. Thought you were figuring you're... how to balance my checkbook. Uh, there you go. All right. So we just have a couple of minutes left. Uh, any last bit of advice uh, that you'd like to give our listeners out there, Marty? Yeah, I would just sit down and kind of map out what you think were your strengths and weaknesses were for this year. Um, for two reasons. One, to kind of help prepare you for next year on the goals for your day-to-day bookkeeping, the things that you feel really comfortable with and the things that kind of got away from you and just go ahead and start to put some plans in place to kind of get to that next level. And then also um, make sure, I know some smaller businesses get a little nervous talking to the tax preparer because one, it costs money. And two, they're always afraid of bad news. But um, even though I'm not a tax professional, I will say talking to them before year end, you have a greater chance of something's not going right and there's a liability that you're not aware of you might still have time to take care of it once you get past year end they're very limited on the options they can give you they're more of a referee at that point they just have to enforce what the irs allows and and so i go ahead and have that conversation it can be a little intimidating but i I think it's definitely well worth your time 
Um, and if anything, it may reinforce that you're on track and, and you can just breeze through the holidays and just relax. Good advice. Good advice. Absolutely. Lucy, you're not in your head. Did you want to add to that? No, I'm just, you know, I think uh, I'm very glad you came on board and uh, you can be very, very helpful to small businesses. As I said before, uh, small businesses have a tendency to be afraid of the books uh, because many of them don't really have the knowledge. So you're a great service provider for the small business person. I generally enjoy it. Okay. All right. Uh, Once again, Marty will be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on December the 2nd, and it is a live presentation via Zoom. So you, and by the way, if you have friends across the country that might be interested in this, tell them about it. They can sign up for it, too. And uh, and it is will be interactive. You will be able to ask questions. And it will begin 8 a.m., of course, our time here in Orlando, 8 a.m. Eastern time. And so Marty will be getting up a little bit earlier that morning probably, but uh, she'll be ready to go. And you sign up for it at Orlando.score.org. Of course, there is no charge, Orlando.score.org. And also, by the way, if you have a question about this or any upcoming event and you'd like to speak to a person about it or any other question about your business or something that SCORE has to offer, you can call them at 407-420-4844. If you call during normal business hours, there will be a human being there that will handle your call. Yeah. How about that? Real beans. That's right. And uh, and if it's after hours or if they're with another client, just leave a message and they will call you right back at the next convenience or the next business day. 407-420-4844. Once again, we anticipate early in the year the SCORE offices reopening in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is where they're located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off McGuire. And don't forget to like Rich on Facebook. He'll be so sad if you don't. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. And that's going to do it for us. So until next week, that is all for What's the Score? Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.